Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Beast to the planet is Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. That's what it is. I don't know what that means anymore. Yeah, I don't know what that means anymore. But, um, you know, yesterday, you know, we are here in New York City. Uh, Governor Cuomo did say the worst is behind us. You know, I don't know what th- th- that means per se, but he said the, the-, the worst is behind us for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we might mm-hmm. be returning back to some sense of normalcy. I too. think that might be a little too early of a judgment, but we'll see. Hopefully he's right. I, I pray that he's right. Hey, man, those are the guys that are in those offices and in those meetings doing this type of work every day and dealing with this every day. So he knows way more than I do. You are right. He's the one who told us to stay in the house, right? You're right. So so he'll be the one to tell us to come out. Okay, you're all right. I guess we just got to see what's happening. We'll see what's going on. Now, uh, shout shout to Boosie. It seems like our interview with Boosie uh, went a little viral yesterday. I seen clips everywhere. Boosie stopped in. Yeah, Boosie also Boosie also had his party yesterday on his uh, on that website that he had. Oh, did he? Did you watch? How? I I wasn't paying to do that. I think you have to pay, right? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't. Listen, I'm man. not sure. But no, I didn't. I was yeah. actually. I told you I've been trying to finish up Bosch, so the new season starts Friday. One thing that uh, Boosie said yesterday that was real. He was like, you got to do what you got to do in the midst of the corona. Because I think I read something yesterday that said artists won't be able to tour again uh, until maybe fall 2021. 2021, yeah. So mm-hmm. you, you you about to see some artists doing a lot of things online, a lot of strange things for some change, okay? It's going to be a lot of your favorite artists in Fashion Nova ads, and Fashion Nova going to be getting them for the low low. It's going to be a lot of your favorite artists selling flat tummy tea. And expect mm-hmm. to see uh, more things like what Boosie did last night, I guess, Kind of, kind of creating his own version of OnlyFans, right? If you had to, yeah, go it was five dollars. It was five dollars to get in. It was his own website, so it was five dollars yeah. if you want to get in. But I was smart. By the way, I think not, I was smart. Not mad at that. Yes, I want mm-hmm. artists to build their own platforms because I feel like we're giving the culture away on social media. So I'm not mad at that at all. But you about to see a lot more of that because artists are going to have to come up with some creative ways to make some money. Because believe it or not, a lot of artists live show to show, aka check to check. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I don't th- maybe not check the check, but they if, if they if they out a couple of shows, it's gonna be a tough one, and I, I think it's gonna be a tough a, one for a everybody. Couple. Yeah, but, t- they but, don't you know, get to, they said they said until fall twenty twenty one. Yeah, I mean, but it's and gonna you be gotta, a lot of the guys. other hard part of that is for artists when they're really promoting themselves for them to gain new fans. People want to see you perform live, so that's how people get new fans. You put somebody to open up on tour for you, and then that helps them sell their album. And they're not even going to be able to promote themselves in that way. Yeah, yeah and, and not just good. No, I was just saying you talking about tours. You don't even gotta you don't even gotta get that big with it. I'm talking about the club. You can't even make club appearances. And no clubs gonna be open. 
Yeah, it's no, gonna be I, bad, I think, bro. I think the club's gonna be up. I think over a certain amount of people. I think maybe five hundred people to a thousand people. It'll be okay. I think over a thousand people. Not, but not only the think about it like this. Not only the artists. You got security. You got the DJs. You got. Uh, the people that run those shows and run those tours, all those the people are going to be out of business. The production, the production team, the sound yeah. people. It's not just the yeah. artists. Lighting. Be a whole slew of people out of, out of Foods, business. Craft man. food services. I was reading food an article services, about yeah. a woman who just invested into her uh, company where she does catering services for a lot of the, the live TV shows, like the talk shows. And she just invested into her company and now she's trying to figure out how she can possibly stay afloat because she had all this food. She ended up giving it away, donating it to people that needed it, but now she has no Dang. money coming in at all. That's so crazy. Dang. Well, the moral of the story is, rappers, I hope you saved your money, okay? Yeah. All right? And speaking of money, uh, the world's, not the world, America's richest black man will be uh, joining us this morning, Mr. Mm. Robert Smith. Yeah, Robert Smith mm -hmm. will be checking in. Yes, he's checking he, in via he, Zoom. Yeah, he has, a, he has a lot of bread, so we'll talk to uh, Robert Smith. And then we got front page news. What else we talking yeah, about, yeah? yeah? Go ahead, Charlamagne. No, I was going to say he got a couple of initiatives that he's announcing this morning. Uh, Robert mm -hmm. Smith is a, an initiative to, to help uh, small businesses and to help restaurants. So that's what right. Robert Smith will be calling in to talk about this morning. Okay. All right. And in front page news, we'll be talking about Donald Trump. He is trying to let people know that he has total authority as president. And he is lashing out at people who are criticizing how he's handling this coronavirus crisis. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting with Yee? Well, Donald Trump had a briefing, and one of the main things he was talking about was the fact that people are criticizing him, but he feels like it's unwarranted. He doesn't like the fake news about him. And he also says that he has total authority as president. When somebody's the president of the United States, the authority is total. And that's the way it's got to be. Total. The authority is total. total. But the governor said that. Now, you have a couple total. of bands of uh, Democrat governors, but they will agree to it. You said when someone is president of the United States, their authority is total. That is not true. We're going to write up papers on this. It's not going to be necessary because the governors need us one way or the other. That being said, we're getting along very well with the governors, and I feel very certain that uh, there won't be a problem. Has yeah, please, governor, go ahead. Has any governor agreed that you have the authority to decide when their state I haven't asked anybody. Because I don't, you know why? Because I don't have to. Go ahead, please. But who told you the president has the total authority? Enough. 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 What Enough. is this about? <laughs> he doesn't about like people Donald criticizing... Trump how he handled coronavirus, and he doesn't like people saying that his response was delayed and late and he didn't handle it well, so now he's upset. Enough. Well, listen, Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the Frankenstein that America created. He's what happens when white privilege and entitlement goes unchecked, and Trump makes white people feel about the white man the way black people have felt about the white man for years. I mean, you know that the man they talking about? Donald Trump is the man. Absolutely, 100%. Well, right now there are 70 coronavirus vaccines under development. Three of them are in human trials, according to the World Health Organization. So they're trying to find a cure right now. So as you can see, a lot of drug makers, big and small, are trying to develop that vaccine. You know, you know, another thing that they got to stop doing, they got to stop. Um, they got to stop showing Donald Trump over and over and over again, saying that the media is lying on him, saying that he never said Corona was a hoax, saying that he never told people there was nothing to worry about. Because when you keep playing the loop of that lie over and over and over in order to prove that he's lying, because he actually did say that, what happens is you don't, you, you don't, you don't 
think that it's a lie anymore because that's all you keep hearing him say is that and defending himself, and, and that's what sticks in your head. All right, well, Bernie Sanders has endorsed Joe Biden for president, and this just happened yesterday. He is pledging to help him defeat Donald Trump in the general election. They agreed to launch a series of task forces to work together on policy matters. Here is Bernie Sanders. So today I am asking all Americans, I'm asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, I'm asking a lot of Republicans to come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, oh. which I endorse to make certain that we defeat somebody who I believe uh, is the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country. Mm -hmm. And is Joe Biden responded. That... He said, I think that your endorsement means a great deal. It means a great deal to me. I think people are going to be surprised that we are apart on some issues, but we're awfully close on a whole bunch of others. I'm going to need you not just to win the campaign, but to govern. Well, his supporters feel the same. Though. Will Bernie Sanders' supporters feel the same? And, uh, you know, come come roll with old Joe. And and, and is it just me? It was that 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 thing very quiet yesterday, the whole Bernie it was. endorsing Joe. It like, I knew it happened, but it didn't, it didn't dominate the news at all. You watched CNN not. last night. All you saw was Trump, 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 defending himself, saying that he did not call uh, the coronavirus a hoax. That's all you saw. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever's on your mind, call us up right now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Pula, what's up? Envy, Yee, and Charlotte. Good morning. What's Peace, that? what's happening? No, 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 I'm on my way to work. I'm um, essential work. I work at a uh, poultry plant in North Carolina. Okay. And, um, you know, it's like, it's no social distancing and no plant. We working yeah. side by side. And, like, the only thing they doing at my job is putting, like, more hand sanitizers out or um, they put an extra tent outside so people can eat in different areas. But I feel like... You don't got y'all social distancing? No. Not even at work? No, sir? You know, and it's crazy because it's a couple cases at my job, but they're not telling nobody. Wow. They're just sending the people home that's around them. Yeah, Michigan getting ran through right now with coronavirus. I know. So I just... Wake up every morning and pray just to keep it away from me. Me, my family, and my hey, friends. Hey, how do you spell your name? P O O L O V E. Pulove. L O V E. Pulove. That's your real name? But that's my nickname. That's what everybody Oh. Right, cool okay, okay. I like that. That's cute. I see a lot of meat plants have been closing down, too. I was reading about that. They said a lot of meat plant yes. workers are worried about that. And you know what? I think that even though a lot of people probably be hurt, but that's what they need to do because we we working side by side and it's not going to end. As long right. as we going to work every day, I mean, it's still going to spread. Wow. Okay. I feel like that I would catch it from work and then if I go to the grocery store. And where do you work yeah, again? That's crazy. I work at um, Butterball. Butterball. The turkey business. Uh -huh. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hold on. They got y'all handling the meat? Oh, yeah, we wear PPE. We got gloves and stuff. Got yes, you, got you. Yep. But they're still too close to each other. Yes, ma'am, we are. 
Yeah. I will say you are cool love. You are an essential yeah. worker for us meat eaters. Yes, yes, yeah. I try. Well, be yeah. safe out there. All right, Poo-Poo. Hello, who's this? You too now, mama. Poo-Love. Hello, who's this? This is Titus from Chicago. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. What up? Uh, I want to um, have a debate. Usher versus R. Kelly. Who you take? Oh, uh, that's R. Kelly. Come on, man. I mean, you know, I know he's a pedophile, but nah, it's definitely R. Kelly in catalog. Uh, and Usher has a great catalog, but I think R. Kelly would just kill him with uh, the amount of songs he has. Yeah, R. Yeah, Kelly has I has amount. I mean, he did. I, you like, believe you can fly? Yeah. Like R. Kelly wins that one hands down. Though. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, listen. Uh, Usher has eighty seven on one. He has confessions, but then you got R. Kelly with twelve play. You got R. Kelly with a uh, TP two. You got R. Kelly with Chocolate Factory. You got R. Kelly with the R. R. Kelly got a long catalog. Yeah, I forgot bro. about that. Yeah, he has a long. Oh catalog. man. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Man. An argument then. All right. All right. Let's nah. go, man. I'm out, man. All right, bro. Get it off your <laughs> chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's hey. this? What up, bro? Get it hey, off your chest. Good? Hey, good morning, Charlemagne. Good morning, Yee. Peace, King. Good morning. What's up, Gary? Good morning. Gary, I was just calling to say good morning. What's happening? How's the, uh, how's the radio show well, going for you? Right now, man, especially down here in Florida. I see a lot of people down here still partying up in Pensacola. They mm-hmm. had like probably 500 people out partying on Easter the other day. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I saw seen that. That, that was crazy. I'm like, what the hell, bro? But it's crazy. But I want to know how I can send y'all my book. It's out in storage right now. Pillow to Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mail it to the station. I don't know when we're going to get it, though, but you can send it to the station because, you know, we, we we broadcasting from the crib right now. But send it to the station, and, w- and when everything is clears up a little bit, we'll check it out, bro. Or can and, you and make sure you sanitize it. Do you have a copy of it that you can email us? Yeah, definitely. That, that might be a better idea. Yeah, yeah, sanitize your email before you send it. Sanitize your email before you send it, too, bro. Yep. Hold on, man. We'll get you the email. Hello, who's this? This is Andrew. How's it going? What's up, Andrew? Get hey, it off your chest. Hello, hello. So, I believe we have too much of a one-sided perspective on our president where more should be independently on the states. Uh, Talk to me. In here, and I think our uh, governor is being a little too, uh, like, uh, totalitarian or uh, tyranny. She's kind of controlling a little too much aspect of my life here. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, quarantine six people, you know, I understand that. But, I mean, when you can go and line up outside of Walmart, you know, shoulder to shoulder, 100 people, but you can't take your kids fishing to a park or you can't take them out roller skating without getting a citation or a fine. Little excessive. Mm. Little excessive. You know, well, I guess he's- Trump on what he did, you know, prior to all this kind of coming about, where now that it has, we're seeing a little bit too much excessive control by our government state. I get it. I mean, that's why a lot of people are rebelling against, you know, the whole fact of uh, uh, self-isolation and quarantining and stuff like that because they feel that way about government. I think fishing should be essential, though, especially because that's how you eat. Like, you're going to get food. That's like going to the grocery store. You know, how is it unsafe to go and get something natural from nature, but yet go stand where a thousand people have already had their hands on? And I know Walmart staff is doing good at cleaning, but at the same time, you can't clean every second. So, you know, it's still there. I agree with you on that, sir. 
You're right. So, yeah, I, I believe a little too harsh. Maybe our president could have done something earlier, but to sit now and point a little excessive, you know, I don't believe he kind of hurt anything. Or, you know, we're all in it together. We can do our own things to move forward, but at the end of the day, I don't think we should keep pointing on him. We just got to keep figuring out how to move forward. All right. Well, thank you for checking in, bro. Be safe out there, too. Interesting perspective. I don't agree with everything, but interesting perspective. Yeah, you should be able to fish as long as you're by yourself. I mean, not take the whole family fishing where they could possibly be, you know, open up to anybody else that's out there fishing. But I think people and, should and be then, able to go out there and eat. And not only on that aspect, uh, yes, uh, President Donald Trump's slow response to coronavirus did hurt people. You know what I'm saying? It did cost people lives, their lives. It yeah. did, you know, make more people sick, his slow response to coronavirus. So, yeah, you can't put the total blame on him. But, yes, a lot of the blame goes on him because he is the leader. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Now, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about these IG live battles. We'll tell you who is down to challenge somebody and that person's response. And these two have been going at it for... Quite some time now. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Yes, so Ja Rule says that he is down to go against 50 Cent in an IG live battle. I know a lot of people were calling for that, but I don't think... I doubt that it could seriously happen. Now, Fat Joe was on with Swiss Beats, and Ja Rule called in, and here's what happened. Yo, Ja, we got millions of people listening, so I don't don't go bad. I won't know all the smoke, but we, I'll behave. <laughs> Yo, Ja, you gotta behave. That sound like a devilish behave. All I can say is, man, that will be that break the internet, Ja. We just want to make sure the intentions is where they need to be. Do I get to put joints that I'm broken drinking for others? Of course. Yeah, those are your records. Oh, then here we go. Let's let's rock. That's never going to happen. Ja Rule and 50 Cent. That would be the most disrespectful IG live battle you'd ever seen. You thought Soldier Boy and uh, who was that famous Dex were fighting through the phone. This would be even worse. 50 Cent went on social media, and he posted, who won a battle? And here's a moment of silence for the still sick and suffering, LOL. Yeah, what Swiss said was right. Swiss said the intentions aren't right, and the intentions are not right. Those guys would be so disrespectful. It would be nasty. It would definitely be nasty. Uh, uh, Who who would you go with in the battle, though? Who would you go with in the battle? Um, Song for song, uh, I think 50 wins that one. I think 50 had bigger records, way bigger records. Well, yeah, I'm ha- I don't know if 50, 50 had one record that was definitely bigger, but Ja had some big, big records. I'm going to just say I'm going to have to go 50 because if you're talking about all the records they did, records they appeared on, I just think 50's catalog is longer because you got his solo stuff, his mm-hmm. G-Unit stuff, the stuff with game. I think Eminem. 50 would hit Ja real hard. Yeah, yeah. but Ja, I mean, Ja has huge, huge, huge records. Also, Ja's, a lot of Ja's records have aged better than 50's records because me being a 41 year old father of three jaws catalog can play in the house 50 on the other hand he's got some joints you can play in the house but not so much i can't play uh i smell is that you jaw i can't play that in the crib not around the kids yeah, but I mean, yeah, when you talk about records, I think he has it. But then, then you also got to put into play the, the records that they wrote. And I, I think Ja wrote a lot of records for J-Lo. I think he wrote a lot of records for for Mary. But I just went... When you wrote a lot of records for Game. Yeah, but when you battling, I don't think people would want to hear those slow records on them battles, though, you know? 
Yeah, I think 50 got the better catalog, for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, he posted a meme of Ja Rule holding a sign up on the street with a cup with money saying, I will battle 50 Cent for attention. You already knew <laughs> all that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. All right, now Drake has made a historic debut at number one with Tussie Slide. He is the first male act with three number ones as uh, debuts on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. So congratulations to Drake with yet another number yeah. one. Congratulations, but that record sucks. And uh, congrats to that, that universal bag that made that happen. Round of applause. Nah, I don't. I don't think so. Now I, people I think, really like that song. Think, We've I been having conversations really like about record, it. People, I think. Yeah, people do really like it. Like that record. I think. Well, can I ask really you a question? Like it. Yes, sir. How is it? How is the TikTok record not trending on TikTok? Number one song on TikTok is still Roddy Rich the Box. The second number two, the number two song on TikTok is not actually nonstop by Drake with the Flip the Light Challenge. So how is a a TikTok record not trending on TikTok? Well, you know, it's only been out a week. Yeah, and it's and got thirty six million. It's got thirty six million airplay impressions on radio, fifty five million screams online, and twenty five thousand singles sold. Once again, congratulations to Universal for dropping that bag. No, I think them kids like that record. Yeah, they do. All right, now Carl Anthony Towns. If you remember, he talked about his mother being sick from coronavirus. We'll flash back to that. She's been getting worse. Her fever was never cutting from one hundred and three, maybe go down to one hundred and one point nine with off with the meds and then immediately spiked back up. She was deteriorating daily and day that she was feeling great, talked and she felt she turned the corner. I felt she was turning the corner. I knew there was more days to come, but you know, I felt that we were going heading in the right direction. And they said that, you know, she went sideways and things that went sideways quick. I talked to her, told her I loved her. She's been in a medically induced coma since that day. Well, now they're a Timberwolves star. His mom has passed away. She passed away so yesterday hey. due to complications from coronavirus. The announcement was made by the Timberwolves on Twitter. So right now they are just asking for some privacy in this time of great mourning. Mm -mm -mm. Yes, yeah, ma'am. That That's horrible. He posted, I want to take this time to wish the most special and important woman in my life an amazing birthday today. You have always been the rock of our family and your strength and love has pushed me to not only be the best basketball player I could be, but the best man I could be. I remember the times you used to come sleep with me when I was in pre-K so I could sleep well in school or all the times you would sneak me out of school mm. during my lunch and take me to Pizza Hut and all of that. So that was a message like four years ago that he had posted to his mom So and I posted a throwback of her holding him as a baby. Yeah. So he hasn't spoken you, yet, but obviously that's tough on him. And those are, those are the, those are the kind of uh, people and situations that you have to think about when you think about your life getting somewhat back to normal. Some people's lives will never nah. be normal again after this. Their lives have been changed forever. So th th those are the kind of yeah. people that you think about, that I think can, about. Can you, so for people who act like coronavirus isn't that serious, like... Remember that pastor in Virginia who was still holding church services and said he was going to do that no matter what? He said yeah, God is larger than this dreaded virus, and he just passed away from coronavirus because he yeah. was still having church services, and his wife has it also now. It's well, sad. you know what? God had a plan you know that, for him. Especially that you know that those people die alone. Like, think about it. Once they go in that hospital, you never see them again if, unless they come that's out. What Wendy, you don't see them. That's what Wendy Williams was crying about on TV yesterday. Even though people thought she was high. She might have been, but still, she was still crying about uh, coronavirus victims. Right. right. And dying All right. alone. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we are going to be talking about the NBA and NFL seasons and what's going on as they try to move forward.
All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, NFL and NBA Players Association have, uh, well, the NFL and NFL Players Association have agreed to do a virtual off-season program, and that's going to start next week. So what they are going to do is basically starting April 20th until May 15th, do an on, uh, do some type of through Zoom or through Skype, whatever, some type of um, virtual period where they can do training and ha- until team facilities reopen. Then they do feel like after that virtual period, then perhaps they'll be able to go back, to, you know, pending on what's going to be happening with coronavirus right now. As far as the NBA... What they're playing right now is to do a 25-day return to game action. They want to give players a chance to get back into shape. So they're saying it's a 25-day window split between individual workouts and a training camp. They're going to be doing those uh, individually. And then perhaps, hopefully, if clearance comes, that they can then play five-on-five basketball and a 14-day training camp. Yeah, I mean, they have you know, to. I, I, those guys are out of shape. They have to be out of shape. Yeah, and I saw that yesterday, and I said, oh, they really about to reopen the country for real, because let's be for real. None of us really uh, started taking this super, super serious until the NBA shut down. When the NBA shut down, he was like, oh, this coronavirus thing, real. So now they're talking mm-hmm. about uh, restarting the NBA. He was like, maybe we are maybe we are past the worst of this thing. Who knows? Right. I mean, they're talking about it. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. So I guess it's all pending what's going on in the world at that time. Right. All right. Now, the Treasury Department said that 80 million people will receive their stimulus payments via direct deposit this week. So if you are expecting to get that stimulus check, you can expect to get that this week. But those payments that are being made are going first to eligible people who already filed their 2018 or 2019 tax returns and authorized a direct deposit. Other people, including people who haven't filed returns, who haven't authorized direct deposits, or receive Social Security will have to wait longer for their payments. But they do expect a large majority of eligible Americans will get their payments within the next two weeks. Listen, man, right in time for 420, uh, a good investment is to go out there and buy some pounds of exotic and make sure that you do deliveries throughout the various neighborhoods. You can really come up in the next uh, few weeks, especially right before 420. Don't let Charlemagne get you locked up. They're going to do it anyway. It's, I'm telling you I right now, there's some, some people out there already uh, ready to go buy a, a few pounds of weed so they can have, make them 420 runs. You calling somebody for 420, aren't you, Envy? Nope. Yeah, right. I got stashed at the crib. Now, is it Dr. Fauci versus Donald Trump? Well, we don't know what's going on, but we've seen some very public things like Donald Trump retweeting a tweet that was calling for the firing of Dr. Fauci. According to the principal deputy press secretary for the White House, they're saying that President Trump is not firing Dr. Fauci. The media chatter is ridiculous. Here is what Fauci has to say about his criticism of Donald Trump and the whole White House. The first and only times that Dr. Birx and I went in and formally made a recommendation to the president to actually have strong mitigations. We discussed it. Obviously, there would be concern. Nonetheless, the president listened to the recommendation. The next time that I went with Dr. Birx into the president and said, 15 days are not enough. We need to go 30 days. The president went with the health recommendations. Well, somebody made Dr. Fauci moonwalk yesterday, and that somebody was Donald J. Trump. 
All right. In addition to that, some people were feeling like Dr. Fauci, yes, was being told uh, to say these things. And here's how he responded to that. So I can only tell you what I know and what my recommendations were. But clearly, as happens all the time, there were interpretations of that response to a hypothetical question that I just thought it would be very nice for me to clarify. In this interview, you said there was pushback. Yeah. Where did that pushback come no, from? No, it wasn't. That was the wrong choice of words. Are you doing this voluntarily? Oh, or no, I'm doing it. I, everything I do is voluntarily. Please, don't even imply that. Yeah, it was voluntary. He, he told you to moonwalk it back, and you said yes. That's You can volunteer mm-hmm. to do that. <laughs> okay, that's exactly what you did. And by the way, Dr. Fauci, is a, I think he's an honest person, and um, I think he's just a naturally honest person. And when they asked him what they asked him previously, he was having a moment, moment of honesty, and the administration didn't like that honesty. So he had to moonwalk it back. Voluntarily. I think he's also trying to show some unity right now because, you know, yeah, that could be I guess the, the primary concern is to make sure people get the information that they need Absolutely. and not to be distracted by a sideshow of we don't get along. Right. Absolutely. You don't you don't need the infighting. Learn from the Democratic Party. That's why it was good to see Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders on the stage yesterday. You don't need the infighting. All right. You fall in line. United front, especially at a time like this. That's right. Bernie Sanders is now endorsing Joe Biden. And this did happen yesterday. Here is what Bernie Sanders had to say. So today I am asking all Americans, I'm asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, I'm asking a lot of Republicans to come together in this campaign to support your candidacy, which I endorse, to make certain that we defeat somebody who I believe uh, is the most dangerous president in the modern history of this country. I wonder if Bernie Sanders supporters are going to support Joe Biden or are they going to sit on their hands like they did uh, for Hillary Clinton in 2016? I hope they do come along. Well, the two of them have agreed to form six tax force to work on policy matters. So he is trying to bring some of Bernie's policies into play. And if that's what you want, if you care more about things getting done, then you should support somebody who is actually for real trying to work with the person you were supporting. Right. Yeah, and, and I'm sure Bernie's I'm sure Bernie's been uh promised, you know, some form of, you know, White House uh uh, uh position when when if if Joe Biden wins, which I don't see him winning. Mm-hmm. I just hope they all come but, together cuz we need to come together right now. This is, you know, being a part I don't want to see what happened with Hillary to happen with Biden. So hopefully they come together and they and they work with each other. It's crazy. all about his supporters. The Bernie endorsement is cool, but if that endorsement doesn't make his supporters show up for Joe Biden in November, mm-hmm. eh, it was all for nothing. All right, well, that is your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Let's have a conversation. Uh, have you guys seen the video of Boris Cole, Joe, and his wife, Nicole Ari Parker? Have you seen it yet? Well, let's let's play a clip of it, and then we'll talk about it. Can we play that clip right fast? I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. Mm. There's people that flirt with you. And the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. What is she saying? What are you saying? Uh, if I'm she- Boris, I'm asking her. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> that's what he looks like. What are you like. saying right now? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what he looks Instagram live session. You want to date other people? Like, it's, it's like well, so much going on. Well, she specifically said she doesn't want to be single. 
Mm-hmm. So she, but she does miss how he used to treat her when they were dating. In other words, like when he would do little sweet things, like kiss her on the back of the neck while she was cooking, text her for no reason. I guess now he doesn't do those things anymore. Well, she didn't explain that well. It sounded to me she like she wanted to date other people. It sounded to me like she wanted to date other people, like she wanted to be nah. single again. Like that's that's what I, that's what I took from that until the end when she, she says cleaned it up. Explicitly, I don't want to be single. She was just saying that yeah, she misses the, the date nights. So so what is mm-hmm. the question, guys? What is the question? I kind of understand what she's saying because I had gotten to a point where I had to tell my boyfriend, you got to like learn how to do some little special things. And that doesn't mean that you have to, you know, buy me something extravagant, but it means that sometimes people get lazy in relationships and they don't do the things that they used to do when they were just trying to court you. And so those cute things like the text message every morning, like I love you, have a great day, little things like that do mean a lot. And when people stop doing that, sometimes you're like, what happened? But you know, when you got to tell tell somebody to do that, how does it, how does that make you feel? Because now, if they do it, does that come from the heart? Does that come from th- that they really mean it, or is it like, damn, I don't want to argue with her in- today, so I'm just gonna do it just to just to get her off my well, back? I, well, I don't I don't mind being told what to do because I'm not a mind reader. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, if a woman wants something, just tell me what to do, and you know, I'll do it the right way. That's how I always treated, you know, uh, giving congalingas. But see, the thing is, right? Like with 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 Nicole and Boris, I think it's easier to have that conversation if you are boyfriend and girlfriend. But when you married, that's a little wild. Like, we we made vows. We've been together for a while. Now you're talking about dating other people and wanting to be single. She didn't my say God, she wants to my, date other my, people. My, she said she misses she when they were just dating. No, she said, I w- don't want to date. I don't want to be single. Play she the, said when we were dating and boyfriend and girlfriend. Play the clip again, Drum. Maybe I heard it wrong. Play the clip again. I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. There's people that flirt with you. And the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. All right. Well, let's open yeah, up I the think that lines. I think that line, I miss the single life, is what is what's throwing me off. But I, I, I understand what she's saying. But I don't think that a relationship can ever be new when y'all been together for so long. But it, but it can be fresh. Well, let's get, let's get thoughts. Let's get people's thoughts. They heard that. Let, you know, people in relationships, what do they think? 800-585-1051. Um, I've been married 18 years, been together with my wife for 25 years. So, yeah, I mean, I think sometimes you do have to reset. I, I call it reset and make sure you're doing the right things because you can take your spouse for... Uh, Take a uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, granted, yeah, I was gonna say advantage, but yes, take it, take your spouse for granted. So let's open up the phone lines. What? And let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, joining us, we're talking about Boris Cole Joe and his wife, Nicole Ari Parker. They had a conversation on Instagram Live, and this is how it went. I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. There's people that flirt with you. 
And the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. So we're asking 800-585-1051. We're asking your thoughts. Now, I, I understand what she's saying. Like I said, I've been with my wife t over 25 years, been married 18. And sometimes you take your spouse for granted and you should be doing those things to make each other feel special. You know, those morning texts, those grabbing your ass when you walk by the kitchen uh, and, and those type of things. I, I mean, I, I do that stuff now. But, you know, there are times when we, we forget, especially during this quarantine, because you see each other every day, 24-7. You might not even necessarily think about it, but you got to understand that that's your spouse and you got to make each other feel special. You look kind of stupid sending a morning text if you quarantine together, though. I mean, she's right I upstairs. Every morning. I say okay. good morning, baby. But I it's, love still, you. it's still cute. It's a it. cute thing. Yeah. I like when I my boyfriend would send me like a throwback picture of the two of us together from like, you know, five years ago or something and be like, look. This is so cute. Just little cute things that make you know that they're thinking about you. I think that when you've been in a relationship for so long, uh, new isn't the right word because new isn't always better. And it's just impossible to be new when you've been with somebody for so long. But uh, it, it can be fresh. And I think the most important thing to remember when you are in a relationship for a long time is always remembering to grow and evolve with the person you are with because we are always becoming new people. And you have to remember that, you know what I'm saying? The person that you with now isn't the person that you were with a few years ago. So you have to always make sure you love the person someone has become and not frozen in time being in love with who a person was because you'll always be disappointed if, if a person is actually growing and evolving the way they should be. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Dale from Mississippi. Hey, morning. Dale Pickle. Now, you know, we played the, the audio of uh, Boris Kojo and his wife, Nicole Ari Parker. What, what were your thoughts, brother? Man, let me tell you, uh, I, I have to agree with all y'all, but certain points of it. Uh, Angela Yee, yeah, she, she, she's not one to be single again, but Charlemagne, she's giving him a warning shot. Like, brother. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah, brother, you got to step your game up because uh, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be single, but, right. uh, <laughs> you know, somebody might be whispering in my ear, you know what I'm saying? You know what I would have done if I was Boris? I would have checked her DMs. Yeah. That sounded to me like somebody in her DMs. That sounded like somebody in her DMs telling her things she ain't heard in a while. Nah, it could be just a feeling that she got. It could be her watching television no. and see a relationship on TV and be like, damn, mine ain't like that. It could be all that. She is and a, you know what? She they is were, a celebrity. They were, on they were on Instagram with another couple. So what really happened was uh, the other couple, they were talking about how he still kisses his wife and, you know, on the neck and things like that. And that's how that conversation kind of started. Mm. I will check her DMs. Because she's a star. Movie. She's Nicole Ari Parker. Somebody in her DM saying, I just saw you in Brown Sugar. I love that movie. You look so good when you were sweating, punching with Sinai Lathan. Stop it. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Lydia. Hey, Lydia. You just heard the audio we played from Boris Kojo and his wife. What, what were your thoughts? I feel like there definitely should be like a freshness in a relationship. People get bored. There's the same routine. And then that excitement, like I get where that lady was coming from. It's just not there no more. You start to kind of, you know, my, your mind wanders and look at different places. Okay. Mm. Right. right. Thank you, Mama. Let's go Warning to another shots. line. And that's Nicole Ari Parker, not that lady. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, my name L. What's going on, Breakfast Club? And what's going on, man? What's up, L? Yeah, now we're talking about Boris Kojo and his wife, Nicole Ari Parker. We just played audio of uh, what's going on in their relationship. What are your thoughts, bro? 
Yeah, man. Honestly, goddamn, after hearing the audio, I mean, I understand what you're trying to say, but it's one point that's really sticking out to me when she sat there and said, I don't necessarily want to be single. She didn't say, I don't yeah, want to be single. I don't necessarily. And when she sit there and said, oh. necessarily, that leaves, that leaves a goddamn, that leaves opportunities to let you know that. You know what? If she's gonna tighten up, I'm ready to leave your dog ass and uh, like <laughs> Don't call. He ain't no dog. We don't know if he's a dog. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, guy. Down because like getting called that enough. I didn't. He's thinking about himself. No yeah, he definitely thinking about himself. Listen, but honestly though, with her saying that, shit, even though I understand what she's saying, stop means, cursing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta capitalize. And I gotta jump on that necessary because I gotta. I can't leave that stone un, 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 unturned. Okay. Okay. But, All right. Yeah. I know one thing. Uh, the, the male ego is very fragile, and that's a conversation that can absolutely hurt, especially with that one line. Like, I don't necessarily want to be single. Like, God damn, that's a that's a that is a warning, nigga. I don't want to break up with you, but you better but I fix will. up. But you better. See, the fix way up. I interpreted it was she was talking about when they were dating and just boyfriend and girlfriend and not married. So maybe she that's how I interpreted it. Not like yeah, but they single are dating other people, you know, but she but, misses that time before they were married, how he treated her then. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah, but if you if you married or in a relationship and somebody says to you, Look, I don't necessarily want to be single. Whoa, mm -hmm. god damn. You laying it out on the table right there. I don't necessarily want to be single, but, but I need you to tighten up. She must be really frustrated, though, to have gotten to that point, too. I or maybe it was just a conversation like. oh, she was mercy. feeling that way. Like you said, she's seen somebody else's relationship, and she was like, damn, my husband don't do that. But let's open up the phone lines, 800 seen her DMs. 1051 What are your thoughts? Let's play the audio one last time so people can hear it. I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. There's people that flirt with you. And the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. Call us up right now. What do you think? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Boris Kojo and his wife, Nicole Ari Parker. They had a conversation on IG, and uh, this is how the conversation went. I wish that he was my boyfriend again. I don't necessarily want to be single, but I miss the single life. I miss the text messages for no reason. There's people that flirt with you, and the part of the flirtation that even makes you look at your phone is they have like a freshness or a newness. And I personally believe that if you're in it for the long haul, that freshness and newness is still possible if you talk about it. I know we talk about date night. We need to go have a date night. Yeah, we would have to go to marriage counseling because I, that line, uh, I don't necessarily want to be single, would be stuck in my head. I couldn't even move on past that. Like, we would have to really sit down and talk to somebody with somebody in order for me to move past that and then, you know, start sending you text messages in the morning and, and edible arrangements again. 
Well, he, mm-hmm. she just asked. She wants to re- she wants a reset. She wants to make sure she wants to feel sexy. She wants to feel loved and appreciated. That's what it seems like to me. She wants some little sweet things that people do when they're just trying to court somebody or they're like in love with each other and sending those I love you text messages or have a great day, sweetie, or I just thought about you. She wants those little things or the come up behind you, give you a kiss while you're making dinner, stuff like that. Now, not to be question, can men can 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 men have that conversation? I was gonna say, can men do that? Not to be light skinned but can I tell my can I tell my woman? Yeah, can I tell my woman I don't necessarily want to be single, but you know these IG models be in my DMs. Oh, you better not do that. You better not do that, especially home in quarantine. What does that have to do with? Yeah, you ain't have to say the IG models. That's a different conversation. Forget the IG models. Now you sleeping on the couch. Tell your wife I missed the things that you used to do before we got married. That's not how she said that. How dare you? You ain't getting no more. That's not how. That's not how Nicole said that though. Nicole said that way harsher. Let's open up the phone lines. Yeah. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Maverick. Hey, Maverick. Now, we're, we're talking about Nicole Ari Parker and Boris Kojo. You know, what, what were your thoughts on the audio we just played? Well, my first thought was we need to pray for Charlemagne's comprehension skills. But um, my actually, <laughs> I do agree with her. Um, I I was in a committed relationship for years, and I actually proposed to him that we should, you know, start trying to build the romance back in our relationship and I did it on a date night, and mm-hmm. he was actually in agreement to it, and so we started working on it. And that was after two years of dating, and, I mean, we parted our own separate ways afterwards. This was years later, but, I mean, sometimes you do kind of get relaxed in relationships, and you have to put that fire back in there to let the person know, you know, you still got that magic. Right. Yeah, okay. but even with my and comprehension I assume, skills. I mean, they've been per- married for 15 years. They have two kids. They, uh, they dated before they got married. That's a- Right, right. I mean, you've spent a lifetime with a person. So, yes, you get lax and you get a little, you know, laxaducts and things. But, you know, you have to have that motivation and determination to want to have that romance back in your relationship. Okay. Yeah, but even with my my bad comprehension skills, when a person says to you, I don't necessarily want to be single, I need to know what the hell that means. What the hell you mean you don't necessarily want to be single? Well, I don't want to be single means that I don't want to leave what we have. I just want what we have. Exactly. Was in the beginning. Why that gotta be an option? She's saying, I don't wanna get, this isn't a deal breaker, like our relationship. I don't want our relationship to be over, but I need you to do these things. I need you to fix up. I'm with you. But why is that even on the table? Just tell me to fix up. Don't tell me you're going to leave. You're going to leave just because I'm not. She said, I don't want to be. Maybe that's not the first time they had that conversation either. Well, let's go. You're going to leave just because I don't send you text messages in the morning? Yes. Kiss me every morning. Tell me I look fly. Kiss me on the back of my neck. Yes. Are you saying vows, Shaky? Them vows, them vows used to be until death do us part through to, to sickness and in health. Boy, them vows are shaky nowadays. Well, well, kiss me when I'm making eggs. That's what I want. Guys, enough. Let's, yeah, put come that, on. Put that in your vows. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Tashana. Hey, Tashana. Good morning. How are you guys? Um, We're doing well. well now, what hey, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Uh, you know, regarding Nicole's uh, statement that she made on Instagram Live, I kind of understand um, and I know where she's coming from, right? So um, I think that if you can kind of communicate these things early on, it'll be easier. I think it will be challenging for her um, to kind of kind of have these kind of things happen because it's, it's hard when you're already familiar with somebody, right? I think it's hard to kind of have that new feeling again. I, I don't know how easy that road will be for her. Okay. Well, she communicated yeah, I, it, so. Yeah, she communicated it clearly. And, 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 
And that was whack. I'm going to tell you something else. You know what else is whack about this situation? The fact that she did that on Instagram Live. Now you're going to have a whole bunch of niggas shooting their shot at Nicole Ari Parker because they think it's some chinks in the armor of their marriage. Right. Now they see weakness. They see a little They see a little crack. Oh, it's a crack there. Maybe I can slide in if I say a little slick something here and, you know, send a little edible arrangement there and put a Maya Angelou quote here. I guess it's like that was whack. Don't do that on Instagram Live. And she's pretty the, fly, too. What's the moral of the story, guys? I think the moral of the story is um, we're always becoming new people. And like I said earlier, you have to remember that the person you're with now isn't the person you were with a few years ago. So you have to always make sure you are growing to love the person someone has become and you're not frozen in time being in love with who a person was. Because I just feel like you'll always be disappointed because you'll always be expecting what was. But you got to appreciate what's now. All right. I say make sure your spouse feels <laughs> special. I'm I look, I want to feel special too. So it's not just for women, it's for men too. Kiss me on the back of my neck when I'm cooking I'm cooking eggs and breakfast too. Mm. Yeah, and if somebody like expresses themselves to you, you gotta learn to <laughs> respond too in the appropriate way. Like, you know, if I tell my boyfriend, look, I need you to do some more special things, you're not doing these things, you've been slacking, then he should try to make an effort because we communicated about it and expressed yourself. And the other the other moral of the story is don't have these conversations publicly on no goddamn Instagram live. I am a man. My ego is fragile. Okay, don't do that to me. Now you got all these Negroes in your DMs trying to, you know, tell you sweet nothings. Don't do that. Don't do, you, can't, you can't really heal a relationship if you're doing it publicly like that. All right. Well, when we come back, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, since we're talking about relationships, let's talk about Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. And she talks about how he popped the question as the girls are back the, together on the reel from home. All right. Let's talk about the new Russell and Kimora. He's <laughs> stupid, man. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, so Oprah revealed that she'll be having a discussion today, and that's going to be happening at 11 p.m. Eastern on OWN TV and on Apple TV streaming for free. And it's called Oprah Talks COVID-19, The Deadly Impact on Black America. Here's what she posted. This coronavirus shaking up the world, taking a devastating toll on the African-American community. I hope you'll join me to understand why COVID-19 is having such a deadly impact on black America as I speak to leaders in our community and to family members who are having to bury their dead alone. That's this Tuesday on Apple TV Plus and 11 p.m. Eastern on the OWN Network. I might tune into that. You know, they always say uh, when white people catch a cold, black people catch pneumonia. Well, now is when white people catch a cold, black people catch coronavirus. And when you talk about the pre-existing health conditions in the black community, the healthcare disparities, you have to talk about the systemic racism that led to these underlying conditions. If they're not talking about that, it's, it's, it's really a pointless conversation. Well, she'll be having virtual conversations with Van Jones, also with Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, with Dr. Aletha Maybank, who is the Chief Health Equity Officer at the American Medical Association, and Nicole Hannah-Jones, New York Times staff writer and the founder of the 1619 Project. And there will also oh, okay. be additional guests joining in from their respective locations. Those are good people. Nicole Hannah-Jones, mm -hmm. uh, Van Jones. I'm sure Shaka Sinkor will be on because, you know, when you when you have this conversation, you really have to talk about what the root of the issue is. And it really just boils right back down to systemic racism. That's it. That is the root to all these underlying conditions in the black community. 
All right. And speaking of Oprah, 50 has his new book coming out, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. And one part of the book is Gail King confronted 50 Cent at a black tie event about how he would talk ish about Oprah. So apparently, according to 50, he said, Gail is the real deal, a very sophisticated, secure and smart lady. She's never afraid of a situation. So she marched right up to me and basically said, why are you talking ish about my girl? That's because he had been publicly dissing her. And he told mm-hmm. Gail King that Oprah, he assumed, didn't like him because he'd heard her criticize his brand of hip hop as violent and misogynistic. And he figured he may as well get some press for taking digs at her publicly. He said, listen, I'd love to be Oprah's friend. But if we can't be friends, could we at least be enemies? By the way, I got ran down on by Gail King the same exact way at, at, at Ava DuVernay's birthday party. She walked up on me and she was like, oh, yeah, Charlamagne, what's up with you calling me a bitch? Me and Oprah a bitch. I was like, what? I never, wow. I never, said, I never said such a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and, and, and she had me confused with a certain beige Negro, a waffle-colored Negro who I work with now, and a comedian named Michael Sean when they was on Hot 97 with Miss Jones. First did I not call was... you on the spot? Did I not text you on the spot, Envy? Yes, you did. And I told you that was 20 years ago, and that wasn't me, and I don't remember. It wasn't uh, you. So how you but know it wasn't, wasn't me. you if you don't remember? No, no, it wasn't, that wasn't me. It wasn't me. I, well, it definitely <laughs> wasn't me. I was like, I was like, I was not on the radio in no mornings. You were like, no, my last no... name is Winfrey. <laughs> in 2000, that's, that's actually what I did say. But she held that. She must have held that for twenty years, though. She, well, yeah, it's twenty. Yes, years. She, had, she had that for like twenty years. Yes, absolutely. All right, and let's get to Jeannie Mai right now and her engagement because she was uh, the realist back there, all from their own homes, and she was talking about her engagement and Jeezy proposing. Here's what she said happened. At this very moment, Jay and I were actually supposed to be in Vietnam because we couldn't be in Vietnam. He brought Vietnam to us. He directed my my attention to this actually this TV screen right here behind us, and proceeded to take me on a tour, you guys, through Vietnam. And in the pictures, you guys, he superimposed all of these epic memories we've had from the past year and a half and put us in the shots of the pictures. All right, well, I'm sure they're going to have an amazing wedding, by the way. Salute to Jeezy and uh, Jenny Ma. Their name is Jeezy Ma. That's their their couple name. They the new new Russell and Kamara. All right, well, I'm Angelique. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, let me shout out to Chris Latimer. Uh, Chris Latimer, if you don't know, he does all those dope hoodies and sweats, the AAC uh, A hoodies. That's my guy. HBCUs, like, you know, see the Hampton uh, joints or the Compton Mm -hmm. joints or the Malcolm X joints or the Howard joints. Uh, He just hit me up and said he wants to uh, donate money to DJs. So he actually picked one DJ and he just started giving them money to help to help the DJs out. So I just wanted to say thank you, Chris, and, and, and the DJs appreciate you out there. All right. To my guy, Chris, man, that's a good brother right there. Good. That's a good black is. man right there. He definitely is. All right. Now, donkey today. Who are we giving that donkey to? Uh, for after the hour, we need to give donkey of the day to NASCAR driver Kyle Larson. Uh, none of this should come as a surprise to anybody, but it's worth a conversation. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day, I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Donkey of the day for Tuesday, April 14th, goes to NASCAR driver Kyle Larson. Now, this should come as a surprise to nobody. 
because he's a NASCAR driver. All right. Forgive me if I have the wrong impression of NASCAR. I am open for any and all correction. But to me, NASCAR has always been a sport for the good old boys. Okay. You know what a good old boy is, right? When you look up the definition for good old boy, it says a man who embodies some or all abilities considered characteristic of many white men of the sovereign U.S., including a conservative or intolerant attitude and a strong sense of fellowship to other members of his peer group. Good old boys. That's what I think when I think NASCAR. So when I heard this story yesterday about Kyle Larson, I was surprised because he's uh, half Asian, right? But I wasn't surprised because in my mind, we just got a glimpse into what the good old boys of NASCAR think of us, okay? We just pulled back the curtain, did a little ear wrestling, and heard what we expected to hear from a NASCAR driver when nobody was looking. See, Kyle Larson has been suspended indefinitely by NASCAR, uh, for using a racial slur on a live stream during a virtual race. Anybody want to play a quick game of guess what racist slur he used? Before I play the clip, Envy, what Nigga. slur do you think Kyle Larson used? Okay. Nigga. Nigga. Okay, okay. All right. Angela Yee, what slur do you think Kyle Larson used? I would say the N-word. Okay, well, let's play the clip and see if you're both correct. You can't hear me? Hey, nigger. Wow, big. <laughs> Kyle, you're talking to everyone, but Yeah, we heard that. Oh, damn, you did not just that. Yikes. The correct answer is nigger for $3, Alex. Okay. Now, look, before we get to anything else, uh, I want to get to his apology. Uh, yes, he apologized. I want to get to that first because nothing on this planet is more insincere than an immediate apology for something just because you are trying to save your money. Let's hear it. Yeah, I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, you know, last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never, ever be said. And, um, you know, there's no excuse for that. You know, I wasn't raised that way. You know, it's just an awful thing to say. And I feel very sorry for my family, my friends my partners, the NASCAR community, and especially the African-American community. You know, I understand the damage is probably unrepairable, and you know, I own up to that. But I just wanted to let you all know how sorry I am. And, you know, I hope everybody is, is staying safe during these crazy times. Uh, I need everybody to treat that apology the way you're treating that damn toilet paper that y'all keep buying up from all the grocery stores during this pandemic. Just, just, just wipe your ass with it. Then flush it. It means nothing. Okay, that was the I'm suspended from NASCAR. Uh, Chip Ganassi Racing also suspended me, and I'm probably about to lose more endorsements if I don't attempt to get ahead of this thing. Now, NASCAR said in a, a statement, NASCAR has made diversity and inclusion a priority and will not tolerate the type of language used by Carl, Kyle Larson during Sunday's racing event. Uh, NASCAR win. When, when, when have y'all yeah, started doing diversity They're not diverse. <laughs> Like, like NASCAR don't give a damn about no diversity and inclusion. Black people compromise 8% of NASCAR's fan base. They don't give a damn about us. If I'm not mistaken, it's only like seven black drivers in the history of NASCAR. I could be wrong because, because all I know is Bubba Wallace. I know Bubba wanted to come on Breakfast Club. I don't, I don't know why that never happened. Killer Mike was putting that together. But the moral of the story is NASCAR, y'all don't give a damn about no black people. Stop it. And Kyle Larson, look. Let's not act like you never used that word before. You was too comfortable saying it because you didn't even say it like you were trying to in insult anyone. You didn't say it like a term of endearment either. You were saying it like that's just how you look at black people as niggers, hmm. like a noun. And you thought nobody could hear you. The person you really are is the person you are when you think nobody's watching. I know you were comfortable playing video games with your good old boy crew and you let a N-word fly. 
It is what it is. But stand on that. All right. Don't give me the BS apology and this statement from NASCAR because y'all don't give a damn what black people think NASCAR. Like, stop. Not to mention he's Asian American. Okay, half Asian. How would he feel if people were letting the Asian slurs fly? His mom is Japanese. He wouldn't like that if people were letting slurs fly towards his mom. I don't understand why marginalized people marginalize people. Maybe because he's been hanging around those good old boys too long. He thinks he is one. Newsflash, uh, Kyle. No matter how hard you try to fit in the mayonnaise jar, you will never be mayonnaise. And they will never accept you as helmets. Wait wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. This just in. Kyle Larson has issued another apology. Really? Do we have it? Uh, uh, two apologies in 24 hours? Well, well, let's hear what Kyle has to say now. Yeah, I just want to say I'm sorry. Um, you know, last night I made a mistake and said the word that should never, ever be said. And, um, you know, there's no excuse for that. You know, I wasn't raised that way. You know, it's just an awful thing to say. And I feel very sorry for my family, my friends my partners, the NASCAR community, and especially the NASCAR community. You know, I understand the damage is probably unrepairable, and you know, I own up to that. But I just wanted to let you all know how sorry I am. And, you know, I hope everybody is, is staying safe during these crazy times. Oh, sorry, niggers. That's more like it. Uh, Chelsea Handler, <laughs> handle my, uh, I was about to say white work, but he's not all the way white. Just, just let Chelsea Handler give him the biggest hee-haw. That is way too much Dan Mayonnaise. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Mm-hmm. All right, when we come back, man, we got yes. a special guest that's joining us. Yes, we do. His name is My Robert guy. Smith. He is the uh, richest black man in America. Yes, he is the chairman of Vista Equity Partners. And he's got two uh, initiatives that he's going to announce this morning, man. Um, Quick Base and Underserve. Uh, Quick Base is for small business, small-owned businesses and uh, underserved for restaurants. Mm-hmm. So he's offering right. some relief. To the All people. Right. We'll, we'll talk to him next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Meg Thee Stallion. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Megan Thee Stallion was getting a little tipsy on Easter, and she was really opening up about the things that she enjoys in the bedroom. And here's what she had to say. I'm riding that so d- really twice. I ain't never on a that ain't three times. that's enough. Only reason why this is not with me is because I broke up with them. Megan. I don't want to deal with you. Megan. Quick Megan. I don't like that don't last long. Megan. What? I said enough. You you look like bitches that's going one round. I'm going four. Well, she better continue to make her own money so she never need a sugar daddy. She ain't never getting that out of no no sugar daddy. Okay? Oh, man. Listen, but I'm sure a lot of guys, you know, if they could have the opportunity to be with Megan Thee Stallion, they would definitely do three times, four rounds, whatever. Not every day. No, man. And... Angela E, I can only do what I can do. You're, yeah, asking, yeah. <laughs> You're asking something to me that's just not physically possible. Like, what yeah, do you I want me to do, man? Yeah, nah. I'm sorry. I gave you the best one I had today. Okay? Yeah, you the best 60 yeah. seconds of your life, and that's it. Well, I'm sure <laughs> she'll give you, like, 10 minutes to give you 10 minutes or something to reload, right? So when, I, when I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> what? Y- y'all crazy. Listen. 
That's what she one wants. Old. I got to get something to drink. She wants a man that. who's long and strong. Y'all better pop a pill well, or something. Well, well, once again, Megan, make your own money so you don't never need a sugar daddy. You ain't, you ain't, you know, you ain't dealing with no forty year old man. No way. Go get you something nice and young and tender that can, you know, that ain't got nothing to do but let off two and three at a time. Yeah, dildos. But I'm sure right before she goes out, before she has a show, I'm sure she don't mind the quickie. But then I'm sure when there's time and you're just laying around, she wants a you know four time four rounds. I'm so tired. By the way, I, I, listen, I, I I ain't talking about no. I can give you one long round. This ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be three? no two, three, four rounds. You gonna do three? It ain't, it ain't gonna be three. That's one. I'm, I'm gonna tired. give you one long round. I'm tired That's thinking it. about it. Are you it, talking man? to Envy again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, the baby was on Twitter, and people are hyped because they say he's putting out a new album. He tweeted out a message this Friday, so we don't know what that means, but he did use a CD emoji, so it looks like this Friday we might have some new the baby music to look forward to. Keep your foot on their neck, the baby. All right. You're from and, Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, since you guys have kids, did y'all rent Trolls World Tour? Oh, you know that was on all weekend yeah. in the house. My kids, yeah, my kids definitely ordered that. All right, well, that was the biggest digital debut ever for an original title. So they're not disclosing what those actual sales numbers are for that movie that came out on Friday, but they are saying that it is basically the biggest ever. Of course, part of that is because of coronavirus crisis and all of that, but viewers had to pay $20 to watch that during a 48-hour rental window. So it looks like that was pretty successful for them. It's about to change the game. I'm telling you, the only movies that you're going to see in theaters are going to be like the big, big, big blockbusters, like the big Marvel joints, the big, the big Disney joints. Like, you're only going to see the big blockbusters in movie theaters. Watch in the next few years. It's going gonna, it's gonna to all go to screaming in a minute. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Diddy over the weekend, as you know, he raised over $3.5 million for healthcare workers. And he did get some backlash, though, because people felt like he shut down Lizzo's twerking on Instagram Live. She started twerking, and that's when he was like, whoa, 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 you know. And he actually responded about what was really going on because people were saying, oh, well, you let Drea twerk later after that. Why did you shut down Lizzo? Here's what Diddy said. Hey, yo, there's one thing that I want to make clear. Like, 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 like my, 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 my queen, my sister Lizzo, when I stopped the music, it was because it had a lot of curses in there, not because she was twerking. She's one of the best twerkers in the world, okay? It wasn't about twerking. You're allowed to twerk on Easter. It was for the cursing, guys, not the twerking. It was confusing, go. though, because I saw that, and I was like, why can't she twerk, you know? But it was yeah, fine, and she was watching. fine with it, and she actually retweeted his Instagram story to show that there's no love lost at all. It was just about the song with curses in it. Mm-hmm. Well, who ranks the twerkers? How does Lizzo become one of the best twerkers in the world? Was there a competition? Did they have a marathon? Like, what happened? I don't know. She's just good at it. I guess she's just Diddy good is, at it. No, Diddy is good at hyping you up. Boy, Diddy, that's why Diddy ad-libs were always so good. Because he really is the king of gas and something. Like, yes, I'm the one now. You're, you're, you're one of the best twerkers in the world. I didn't know that was a title, but thank you. I will accept it. Yeah, her twerking goes viral. I guess that's how we know. Every, every mm-hmm. time you twerk, it goes viral, right? Well, not every time, but most of the time. All right, and one last thing I just wanted to bring up since we're everybody's doing everything from home. Saturday Night Live at Home is the season's second highest rated after Eddie Murphy's comeback. So watching Tom Hanks at home with get, uh, special musical guest Chris Martin was a ratings winner for them. 6.7 million viewers. And wow. so, yeah, people are still tuning in. It was 10 million people, though, who wow. watched for Eddie Murphy and Lizzo. Again, the best twerker in the world, uh, Lizzo, when they be... debuted in their episode on December 21st. 
it's going to be very hard on the industry when all of this gets back to whatever the new normal is going to be because executives are realizing they can uh, save a lot of money yep. on production crews and all types of other stuff because people are willing to watch people from home sitting on their Zoom doing yeah. whole shows. It's going, it's going to really change the game. Think about the record labels. Listen, I already you know, know. What do the record labels have, have, to have, to have a business for? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you need a label for? You can sit at home and they're having Zoom meetings. You, you know, that way you don't have to pay that high rent in the city. And you can keep a lot of those costs down. Yeah, it's no All point to actually is, have I'm a like building. Every meeting moving forward, I'm going to be like, can we just do it on Zoom? <laughs> mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Yeah, the game about to All right, change I'm Angela in a real Yee, way. And that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. Let me know what you want to hear. And we'll be back. And don't forget, next hour, we have a bunch of, uh, a couple senators joining us. We have Tim Scott Tim of South Carolina. And Marco Rubio. Mar- They'll both be joining yes. us this morning. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Wendy Williams and Nene Leakes. They got into a little, uh, I guess, an argument or a little tiff, whatever you like to call it. They went back and forth. So instead of fighting, instead of arguing, are we, well, I wouldn't say we, Charlemagne suggested a basketball game. I can't believe that y'all have never thought about this. I can't believe y'all have never thought about Nene Leakes and Wendy Williams, wigs off, sneakers on, playing a game, a one-on-one on a seven-and-a-half-foot rim, okay? And, and and I'm going with Nene, you know, just, just because she's more athletic than Wendy Williams. Have you ever seen Nene dance compared to Wendy Williams? Well, huh? Nene was an ex-dancer, so of course she has that, but well, I give it to that, that helps. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I you, you got to know what to do with you got to know what to do with all that body. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think Nene just knows what to do with all that body. All oh. right, well let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Robin. How you guys doing? Hey, Robin. Nene Leaks versus Wendy Williams. Who's winning in that one-on-one basketball game? Uh, it's gonna have to be Nene, only because she's younger than Wendy, and you know Wendy is not <laughs> running nowhere. She's not running. She's not jumping. She's not doing any of that stuff. Wendy probably got a mean sky hook though, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> just turn around and fight, you know what I mean? Why That's probably her move of choice. Be LeBron or something like that. Because <laughs> we Kareem a little older, different generation. All right, well thank you. Hello, I don't think anybody this? thinks Wendy's gonna win. Oh, one person says so. Hello, who's this? Hello, this is Jonathan from St. Petersburg, Florida. Hey, Jonathan. One on one, Wendy Williams versus Nene Leakes. Who's winning that one? Um, this is hard. This is hard. I'm not gonna front. Y'all, I, y'all got a clear landslide on Nene Leaks. It seems like out there, but I'm gonna have to go with Wendy. You got to think about it like this: Wendy, a little sneaky on the slide. You know what I'm saying? She might come in with that Patrick, Patrick Beverly type play. You know what I mean? And you know, sneak, sneak on. But I'm gonna have to go with Wendy on this one, cause I, but Nene will take her to the post. I feel like though, cause she just that's really what I'm telling you. I think Wendy throws some Wendy... bows, though. I think she throws some elbows. Nah, bro. I think Nene will do a drop step to the baseline. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? F- feel where Wendy's at and just dunk yeah. on her. You know what I mean? I feel like Nene. Yeah. Nene bring that D Wave style to it with the pole, like shimmy. Uh uh-uh. uh. But Wendy, Wendy, Wendy's sneaky though. Hmm. I just can right, see brother. Nene around the post with a lot of up and under moves, man. You know what I'm saying? Turning and facing the defender, doing a little jab step. I just see it. All right. Hello. Who's this? Hello, this is Desiree. Hey, Desiree, we're talking one-on-one. Wendy Williams, Nene Leakes, who you got? Man, I think Nene will beat Wendell. Wendell kind of top-heavy, though. <laughs> Y'all got to stop. <laughs> Y'all just have to stop. Okay. You, you don't you have to call her Wendell. I love y'all. All right, you don't have to call her here every morning. I love you, too. 
I'm gonna tell you something though, man. I think it'll all come down to who's not afraid to get musky. And um, I don't think Nene's afraid to get musty. I think Wendy might be afraid to get musty. Wendy, at the first sign of a smell, Wendy will stop. All right. Nene will play through that. Wendy, Nene will play through that funk. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Brian. What's up, Breakfast Club? Good morning, Envy, uh, Charlemagne, Angela Yee. Hey, yes, what's sir, up, man? What's happening? We got, we're right. talking Wendy Williams and Nene Leakes. One-on-one, basketball, game to seven. Who's winning? All right, Nene is getting the buckets here. Let me tell you why. First mm-hmm. off, I mean, we all saw, I mean, this is sad, but we all saw Wendy Williams pass out on live TV. I don't think that she has what it takes to go uh, one-on-one in a basketball game. Um, You're saying no stamina, basically. Yeah, yeah, just based on stamina. Also, Wendy, I mean, we all know she's got a lot of haters. I'm, I'm, I'm sure some of them are basketball players that might come out and help Nene give her that extra what? hand. This is the Ooh, he from, got a point. You can't call nah, he got a point. One. He got a, a point. point. They got to practice before the game. You got a point. All right, man. Thank you, bro. You come somebody, somebody come out there and teach you how to do a good jump hook or a little up and under move or a drop step or a fade away, a little quick spin. You never know. I'm telling you. My goodness. All right. What's the moral of the story? Oh, there's a moral to the story? I didn't I know, know that there was a moral to the story. My goodness. <laughs> and the moral right. to the story is when this quarantine is over, Andy Cohen, set it up, baby. Watch what happens live. One-on-one special edition. NeNe Leagues versus Wendy Williams. My the goodness. loser has All to right. keep their mouth shut about their friendship for the rest of their life. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we'll be talking about 50 Cent. He has a new show coming. It has just gotten the green light. We'll tell you what show that is. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, we got to uh, thank Robert Smith for checking in this morning. That's right, man. And please, if you're a small business owner, go to quickbase.com. And, you know, he's helping you, you know, basically cut the line when it comes to, you know, getting PPP. You know, and if you're a restaurant and, you know, you're having some trouble transitioning during this time, go to Upserve.com. You know, he has something for, for, for everybody, small businesses as well as restaurants, man. And, and you got to salute a guy like Robert Smith because he ain't asking for no resources. He's using his own to help us. So That's salute right. to Robert Smith. Absolutely. All right. Well, you got a positive note? Yes, the positive note is simply this, man. Um, yesterday is not ours to recover. But tomorrow is ours to win or lose. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 